A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is a New World Order and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia here with my colleagues from across the virtual seas. I am your reigning, defending, undisputed nation states champion and the big dog, Sebastian, of the United States of America. You realise the fact that there are two of us here disputing the fact that you are the champion. Reigning, defending... He Undisputed. Is, he is, however, reigning and defending at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reigning and defending, but that is undisputed. undisputed. <laughs> no, no, no. From, the, from, from last episode, it's not disputed. It was clear consensus. <laughs> and and I, I'm, of course, Andrew Shostler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Welcome. And if you are listening for the first time, each week we confront an issue that is facing our nation that we run on the nation simulator, nationstates.net. It was a dramatic pause. So I, I ap- apologise <laughs> for not recognising that choice. And so, also, <laughs> this season... Do, do you need to take a breath? Do, no. Do you need a moment? <laughs> Seb started gloating and it made me want to fight, so... Oh, I'm also changing my national slogan, but you'll find out at the end of the episode. How can you, Seb? Very easily. Where's the, where's the cohesion? Oh, right? what? Week to week, <laughs> you just you, you just never know if you're going to change your title. There's a good reason here, though. <laughs> well, last week, actually, no, today, on Patreon, we wrapped up the last five episodes where we were facing the ramifications of a rapture-like event. Exactly right. In which each of us lost half of our population. They just mysteriously disappeared and we had to fix. We did. Seb claimed they went to heaven. They were taken up because they were so good. I was sceptical of that and I just had to deal with the problem as it it came out, deal with the, the, the fallout. And Zane Australia too. But the gypsy has not left us alone. And we are about <sighs> to receive a telegram with another curse about to befall us for exactly five weeks. Yet another curse? What did we do to this gypsy? Well, if you what? listen to the last Patreon episode, you'll hear my views on the French. Definitely <laughs> Sebmerica did it to the gypsy. Whatever so we did, it was Sebmerica's fault. Sebmerica is to blame? Yes. All right. I have the telegram in front of me here. Openly admitted it. That's the Morse code that you're receiving. Oh, no. The gypsy has cursed us with being on the Truman Show. <laughs> so we each are, of us are on the Truman uh, we, Show. We, yes. And we are aware of it. I, I, We've okay, just become aware of it, I would say. That's how we're interpreting it? Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we have an audience, it would seem. All right. We have an audience who is paying attention to what we are doing and in exquisite our, detail. Does this mean that our underlings are actors? Yes, and they will do whatever we say. 
What's the win condition here? Because this is I a think very that's vague what we're one. trying to figure yeah. out. Well, do we have to escape like Truman himself? Escape the show? Escape the dome? Hmm. That could be interesting. <laughs> I don't know, as reigning, <laughs> defending <laughs> champion, undisputed. I'm disputing it, so that's wrong. Uh, how, what is your win condition here? Well, how is America going to react to this? Because you're right all now, like, do whatever you want. I don't even care. But now someone's well, Susie, no. Now someone's dictating to you how you should live your life. No, they didn't dictate to Truman. They gave him free choice. That was the and point no of the show. Option. <laughs> Until he tried to escape, he had full free choice. That was the that was full the free choice. Except he can't go to Fiji, <laughs> he just can't, no. or anywhere outside the town. Well, he no, I, he can attempt it, but he will be yes. stopped. Yeah. Are we going to assume that? I'm oh, sorry. Up until this point, this matters for my my what I'm, my little thing here. Are we going to say up until this point we have now been on TV, or we've been no, I tricked think up, in- up until this point? We have been on TV. Yeah. So we're not actually leaders of a nation, then, or I would say, have we maybe been? Taken and tricked, and like now, like we thought we were. We, we went to bed one day running our nations, and we've woken up the next day, and we've been like planted into a no, fake no. nation I running think simulator. If the gypsy has cursed us, she's cursed us with the perception, the 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 kind of illusion that we think we're on the Truman Show. Yeah, we're we're not, but we are convinced that we are. And, that is and, a curse. And, and I think in five episodes, to lift that curse, we have to escape it. Okay, so this, in, our, in, in our own minds, we have to unlock that puzzle. There's two ways I'd want to view this. A, people are watching me on TV. I'm in a, an extra influential position, not just for my nation, but for the world. My condition, my, my personal win here would be to set a fantastic example for the rest of the world because currently all eyes are on me. Or okay. the other way you could view this is all eyes are on you. Everything you do will have an extra level of scrutiny on it because every aspect of your life is now being watched. Tread more carefully than normal. So that those are the way I the ways I'd read this. Either use the spotlight, or because you are under the spotlight, maybe take it easy on some views because you don't want because every part of you is being watched now. Maybe you don't want certain things to get full access to the public. Right. So my my inkling is to go more the first one of to use the position of notoriety, but. It's also kind of similar to what I did for the last one, so I'm also happy to go with try to fly under the radar because for for me personally, point of difference from last arc and also a bit more fun because you know I'm, I already am a beacon of hope for the world, so this, <laughs> this doesn't change what I do. Whereas flying, having to do things more carefully because everyone's watching me, okay, a bit more fun. So is this going to be time travels all over again, where you tie yourself in? Oh, it is similar to that various too, loops. It? It's hamper yourself. Well, what are you guys thinking? Because you might find something better than I did. I'm going to to try and escape this one. I'm going to go turbo. I'm going to go balls <laughs> to the wall. I'm going to go Max Andropolia. I'm going to take every issue I can to be as – I'm going to out Andropolia, Andropolia. That's what I'm going to try and wait, do. Wait, and wait, I've got wait, the perfect wait. issue to start. Maybe I misinterpreted this, but can I clarify? Are you going to try and crash the system from within? Yeah. So you're I'm going, going to, to force and- a reboot. I'm going to force a reboot of Andropolia. That's how I win. As in, like, by fucking it up? No, by... Because that's on. By by cutting out, again, by cutting out as many laws as I can. We're going to get that constitution down as close to zero as we can, force that reboot, and try it all over again. I like the idea of actually trying to crumble society to the point that you can escape. Well, (laughs) I don't want to crumble it. I just want to free it up if it fucks itself over in the meantime, so be it. What were you thinking, Zane? Um... Well, so basically we find out that we're in a simulation. 
Or we're convinced we are. Or yeah. we're convinced we are. Yeah. I'm going with I am because I like <laughs> to play it like it's, it's a fact. <laughs> and so when Andrew Polia, Andrew, finds out that he's in an, in a simulation, yes. his first impulse is to tr- try and break it. Break the simulation? Yeah. Not just a simulation. To be fair, it's not strictly just a simulation. It is a broadcast simulation. I think there's a key difference because I know in that pile of things, we've got that we are in the matrix, which is a literal like simulation idea. This isn't just that. This is a something people are viewing this. The world is viewing this. This is a public simulation. And and That's a key difference to the other one. Can I clarify? I don't want to break it specifically. I want to escape it. Right. I'm going to go with my first instinct. I'm aiming for here to use the fact that I have all these eyes on me to try and set the best example that I can. Okay. But how do you know that outside of the simulation, it's not exactly utopia already? My assumption is that I've been dropped into a simulation. Otherwise, we're saying that the last 70 episodes didn't mean anything. So for the sake well, of I our think, personal I think canon, that's what we have to deal with. The fact that the last 70 episodes have been fake what do you do now? Well, what that you happens in five that? days' time? What happens in five episodes' time then? Well, what Andy said is we realize that it hasn't all been fake, and then we have to do it. Okay, with- so yeah. I'm playing this on two different meta levels. Okay, <laughs> I can get. Okay, fine. Everything is fake. <laughs> Everything has always been fake. Yeah. So you're Truman, who's just found out that your wife is an actor paid to be your wife and has been your wife since okay. she was your high you school sweetheart. New goal. New goal. You still- My goal is to boost ratings. Oh, all right, done. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good season. I'm very excited. I think since I think since Australia, my impulse is similar to Andropolia's, but it's to test the limits of okay. what of what this system is capable of, okay. uh, and collect data on what is happening. All right, um, because I assume that. Like it's not known that we know. We just kind of wake up and we see a camera in the corner of our eye and go, oh, <laughs> and then everything kind of clicks into place yes. and paranoia kicks in and I guess we just, yes, yeah, so Zane Australia is going to take a, a pseudo-scientific okay, kind and of just, approach and just, to just kind of see ride the line. how we can probe this, this, oh. uh, this simulation. So while... Things will continue as normal. We are interested in seeing what parts of the simulation we can change. All right. So just to clarify, (laughs) I'm going to try and make my TV show the most interesting thing on TV (laughs) by having five absolute fucking blockbuster episodes. Yep. What were you going to do, Andrew? I'm going to escape it. I'm going to escape my own show. And I think I'm somewhere in the middle, whereas I'm I'm going to try and... (laughs) I'm going to try and do something with the simulation. I'm going to try and turn it against itself. So ratings and right. escape the system, okay. turn the system on itself. The ad revenue that I'm going to get is going to be ballistic. <laughs> I also am terrified because what I'm saying here right now is, you know, you love like you know, cliffhangers and shows like, oh my God, how are we going to escape that meteorite? It's my job now to bring her the meteorite. Yep. So I've really- yep. To invite oh, you it. mean like with yep. the terrorists, how you brought that meteorite from- <laughs> I don't know what space. you're talking about. That was for, that was a rating stunt that I unintentionally uh, did weeks ago. Foreshadowing, really inv- planting the seed yeah. for, for the meteorite episode. I'm really <laughs> inviting disaster with how I'm going to go with this because I'm literally like, how can I make this show bombastic? Hopefully yeah. just a word. Not- you're going to Michael Bay it. This is fingers amazing. Crossed. I'm fingers so crossed. excited. All right. Good. I've got a perfect issue to start unless either By of you have. By all means. Have. 
Can we just say, um, for those of you listening for the first time or unfamiliar with our second season, we're awarding at the conclusion of every five episodes when we wrap up our little sub-season of the Gypsy Curse. In the Patreon-only episodes. In the Patreon-only, where we're wrapping up the, the Gypsy Curse. We're awarding each other points based on how we think we all did. And the current standing is Seb in the lead with 12 points. I'm second with 11 points, and Zane is tailing with eight points. Because those- you're all weak and you don't <laughs> spend your points. Well, we've got 30 episodes left, six curses left <laughs> to dispense all those juicy you veto points. You get a minimum of two veto points every five episodes. <laughs> all right, so without further ado, vigilantes, heroes, or hoodlums? Ooh. Your evening supper was disrupted recently when a spandex-clad man wearing a mask left a hitherto untouchable mob boss on the high court's doorstep Ooh. before disappearing once more. Wait, you still have a court? <laughs> of course. It's the one thing that the Andropolian government does. <laughs> or does it? <laughs> While some have welcomed the assistance of the dog man, others are... <laughs> <laughs> The Dogman Returns! (laughs) Others are fearful of what consequences supporting vigilantism could bring. He did what? Shouts overzealous police officer Stan Cho. The Dogman is a menace to society and an insult to the police. Vigilantism should not be tolerated and the police should have the right to track these people down and throw them in jail. We'll, We'll show others like him that the law cannot be taken into their own hands. So very... Boring. Boring. Starts oh, from, no. Law and order. From Stan Where Ch- will the madness end? I really <laughs> wish I had this issue. Because you know what I'm doing, right? Of course. <laughs> I would do this even without this pretense of so, what? Like, more vigilantes. <laughs> so, you would become a vigilante. So number one, um, it would seem that it's proposing an expansion of police powers, which could go a long way to combating the record crime happening in Andropolia. Crime equals ratings, my friend. Be careful. But it might also up the corruption. Also, more cops, more armed people. Maybe they won't help you get out. Well, we're already pretty well armed. Thank you very much. Do they live all next to (laughs) nuclear plants? To be fair, more armed people under your control. And you just have to figure out whether they are or not. I don't like the control. That's not what Andropolis is about. We're trying to distance ourselves. No, but that's the thing, to distract everyone while you escape. (laughs) I agree, but we're forgetting the bigger issue, says Police Chief Ash Jefferson. It's embarrassing, really. The guy who's probably had no police training managed to catch a criminal that some of us in the force have spent 10 years trying to bring down. This whole incident clearly shows us that the police force needs new training and new equipment. I'm sure that our citizens wouldn't mind paying a little more to feel safer on the streets. So, yeah. expand the police powers or uh, increase the police budget. Both, Why not both? Both good on crime. Could be good for both. Faith Putin, avid contributor to the magazine Anarchist Monthly, presents a different opinion. The last thing we need is more police. In fact, I think the people would be better off with more heroes like the Dogman. Let's face it, the police are known for corruption and brutality. Let the people take the law into their own hands and we'll have a utopia where issues are settled without 
fascist pigs telling us what we can and can't do. It'll be perfect. Trust me. That, my friends, speaks to the Andropolian spirit that people will be fine when they can organise themselves. How many options do you have? There is one more. Oh, okay. Because at the moment it says three wins for Andropolia. I don't... Right. There just hasn't been a bad option yet. You all have the wrong idea, says Graphite Lad, wearing a slender <laughs> yellow spandex suit and a racer helmet. We can't dismiss the fact that the Dogman did us and our city a great service. That's not something we should put him in jail for. In fact, I think the government should pay vigilante heroes for their noble deeds. Ooh, that's just another kind of police. So, yeah, exactly right. So I have four options to address the crime problem in Andropolia, finally. So An the issue one, worthy. The fourth one is really kind of like a bounty system. Like yeah. if someone's doing this crime and you stop this crime and you have evidence of blah, 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 you uh, get paid this amount of money. You get your bounty, exactly yeah. right. Whereas the, the I guess the cops get broader scope in the first one they get paid more and they get more of them in the second one correct and then vigilantes can just do whatever they want in the third one well number three just says get rid of the police altogether (gasps) and completely privatize law and order Mm. not just Mm. the court system but law and order in its entirety that's tough that's tough for you andropolia but i guess anarchy is what you're going for it is Mm. so dare i ask is there a veto? Know. Is there a veto? Pending. Has Australia inspired anyone else across the table to use their power for the good of the world? I believe in you. Lame. No, I, I think I think this is a good choice for you. Excellent. I, I don't. I don't. Um, each of these choices only adds to Andropolian values. Yeah. So I, I think you'll go ahead. You make your choice. I'm going to choose the one that. Yeah. Reduces the government's budget, <laughs> as it should be, and frees up yet another yet another line on the Constitution. Another f- page mm-hmm. from the Constitution mm-hmm. disappears. Hey, I feel like your crime's going to be up. <laughs> Probably. And corruption, maybe. I don't know. Terrified neighbours cower behind concertina wire and machine gun nests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, look, crime was already high. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, look, it's it's the right decision to make. Mm. It is. Mm. I mean, if you're going for, like, dystopia, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't disagree that it's the right decision to make if your police force is ineffective. Which it is, clearly, because Which, yeah, the, the, but the crime rate also, is. Also, I think when you have a problem with crime, Leaving it to vigilantes, it really blurs the line between like well, criminal and it's not specifically vigilante. leaving it to vigilantes. It's saying the privatized. Yeah, the government yeah. is no longer going to police the streets. You're going to organize yourselves if you want something. Yeah. So if people were happy to pay taxes and have the police organize themselves, they're still welcome to pay companies that that will have security in in place. Mm. It doesn't prevent them mm. from doing that. In fact, now. It's opened up the field for... So how's your crime stat? The Andropolia Sentinel, (laughs) first of all, reports conservative groups demand government response on crime. The new 88 Magnum's even better stopping power. (laughs) Stopping what, Andropolia? Two stabbed in parking dispute. Aw, up from one. However, 
Lower taxes put spring in step, money in pocket. Until you're stabbed in a parking dispute. <laughs> so, weaponization up 37%. Arms hell. manufacturing up 11%. Lucky all those guns are filled with blanks, I assume. <laughs> crime, crime up also 11%. That's a big number for you, considering how large your crime was already. Uh, well, we're up to 20.7 crimes per hour now, up from 18.7. If you actually outdo the real United States of America, I will be pretty impressed. <laughs> not happy, but impressed. Crime's, crime's not high in the States. We, I remember I did this before. I, I pulled out the stats and showed how like violent crime, but crime as a whole... Violent crime was really yeah, this high. This isn't specifically violent crime. This is just crime as a whole. It it's could be crime. petty crime. You know, shoplifting. If you're counting stabbing a couple people, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, if you're if you're <laughs> counting shoplifting and and assault both as as crimes, then yeah, just saying there's a lot of crime doesn't really give you a good gauge on what's going on. But people are unhappy and charmlessness up three percent. As far as the downtrends are concerned, government size down eight percent. Okay, so there's a violent crime in America in 2010 every. 25.3 seconds. Yeah. What are you at, like 25 a minute? No, um, 20, 20 crimes per hour. That's not violent no, that's crimes. Good. No, that's, no, 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 that's, that's, that, all... that includes violent crimes. That's good. You're, you're, not, yeah. you're nowhere near as bad because they're 25. No. Just violent crimes. Just violent crimes. That's exactly right. Violent crime every 25 seconds. One every seconds. three minutes and they're six. <laughs> yeah. So taxation down 3%, government size down 8 I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Pacifism down 14%, law enforcement down 33%, and safety down 37%. Oh, your tourism. Did tourism go down? Tourism did go down 2%. Uh, Tourists per hour down from 16.5 to 16.3. Whoo. <laughs> Andropolia. Yep. Big changes in Andropolia. We're going, we're going max power here. Zane Australia. Oh, this is really important. Everyone log on. Not you guys. Fan, listeners, log on and check out my nation's new flag. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> the humanity. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew got a peek. Have a peek, Zane. I don't get it. It's hilarious. It's pretty good. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> During a recent severe storm, the airship ZAS Hindenburg caught fire and ended up making a crash landing in Zanstralia City. Everyone on board, as well as several hundred people on the ground, were killed in the resulting inferno. Reporter Herb Morris's incredible live courage of the disaster and the media circus surrounding the safety of such vessels has people talking to the government. Must be sweep sweep. For solutions. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking zeppelins exploding and stuff. It's very right. exciting. <laughs> Kendall Ramirez, a parent spokesperson for the family of the victims, gasps out between sobs. 
The only reason this happened is the government turned a blind eye to everyone and the dangers of these vehicles. The solution is obvious. Pass a rigidly enforced safety regulations on dangerous industries. Oh, and make the owners of these companies financially liable to the families. I mean, I lost my dad after all. I deserve a little bit of compensation. (laughs) Number two. Really now, airships safely make these trips on a routine basis. These people are looking at a tiny mishap and not the bigger picture, claims Peter Wood, owner of Airship Enterprises, the company that operates airships like the crashed ZAS Hindenburg. If anything, the government should be supporting the industry through this tragedy, you know, encouraging people to use airships so that they learn just how safe they really are. Mm-hmm. Again, eh. <laughs> tiny mishap, tiny mishap, screams Violet Ebert, author of the controversial bestseller, Corporations Are Bad, Really, <laughs> Really Bad. <laughs> Hundreds of people are dead. Millions, if not billions of frugals in damaged buildings downtown. And these industry goons are trying to just shrug and tell the rest of us, and buy their way out of trouble. They have a huge debt to the society they've harmed. Make them work in the trauma centers and see firsthand what they've done. I'm not going to do that. Oh, really? You're not going to... To to Shanghai the corporate (laughs) bosses into the medical centers where I'm sure that they're not qualified to be? Oh, but they will become qualified, (laughs) of course. They'll be exposed. Um, I think it's only those three. It's only those three. Like I'm not particularly drawn to any of them, Yeah. but in the sense of the Truman show, it would make good television to have CEOs, you know, in the triage. Well, I don't want ratings. I want to see the capabilities of the simulation. What better way to have people who are used to shuffling papers all of a sudden have to shuffle bandages. But they're just actors. Mm. I want to. You mean see, the injuries? I the- think I want to see like hundreds of airships flying, <laughs> flying about the city <laughs> to see if it can handle that. I agree. I I think that's okay. Yeah, I think that's the my most spectacular slash like memory consumptive <laughs> option, <laughs> just to see whether this is like in my head simulation or whether it is actually like actors and physical things. So I think I'm going to go option number two just for, and like, honestly, I don't have a Zane Australian option here. There is. And you don't have an option to deregulate them. No. So there's, uh, which is probably what I would do, like make them pay for anyone they harm, but like they're free to do whatever they want. Um, So I'm just going to, unless there's a veto, like I, this probably isn't the turn to do it. Not this week. (laughs) Not this week. All right, let's see what this does. Airship use has soared while property (laughs) values beneath their routes have plummeted. (laughs) Free market, always right, new study reveals. Chamber of Commerce applauds government initiative. Tourism industry braces for influx. Engine room of economy ticking over nicely. Well, that all sounds pretty positive. Um, So the big ups between 1% and 3%. Uh, employment, economy, human development index, uh, economic output, average income, economic freedom, 
business subsidization and average disposable income okay. um, from one to three. So average disposable income, the greatest. The biggest fall is ideological radicality down 1.6%. And then between 0.5 and point, uh, between 0.5 and 1, we have charmlessness down, authoritarianism down, taxation down, uh, income equality down, and welfare down. So, so not that big a change, really? No, no big changes. Um, but apparently the simulation can handle hundreds of airships just fine. <laughs> so And all the fires underneath there. <laughs> we'll we'll tick the extra RAM installed box <laughs> and see what next week brings. All us. right. The poor man that's like in the observation tower watching everything is like well, he wasn't meant to take that option. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in the last seventy choices told me he would take that option. <laughs> Why did we even give him that option? (laughs) (laughs) My issue is called bullet time. Ooh. Not as exciting as it sounds. (laughs) Regular traffic congestion in Seb America's interstate highways has resulted in a flurry of petitions being sent to you demanding the development of a maglev bullet train. Maglev? Maglev. Yep. Magnetic levitation. Oh, wonderful. Bullet train connecting the nation's major cities. Apparently, there was going to be a demonstration outside your front door as well, but the protesters, get this guys, stuck in traffic. Oh no. Zing, got them. Um, (laughs) There are four options here. I can't believe it's not just yes train, no train. I'm very excited to see where this goes. Airships, probably. (laughs) Moments before you're about to go home after a long day at work, an intruder intercepts you at your front door. His face is a deeper shade of red than the sunset outside your window. He yells at you, eight hours. Do you have any idea how it feels to sit in traffic for eight hours? Be quiet. How can I do good work when the commute takes a whole day? Listen, most other developed nations already have high speed, high efficiency railway systems and not having one is not doing us any favors economically or for our mental health. We need bullet trains. <laughs> Give us bullet trains. Mm. That was a really well-written He's one. He's direct. I yeah. like it. It's like, he's, he's like, my bloody house. He's like, eight hours, bitch. I'll kill, you. I'll kill all of you. So, yeah, fair call. Um, so that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a flat. Why is, why is the traffic so bad? Um, because people can drive whatever they want. So um, a lot of people have tanks. If we... Hark back to the zombie uh, outbreak. <laughs> I believe you got rid of some streets to make bigger fortress buildings. I think, yeah, no, okay. So, so four, right. four lane highways are down to no, a no, single no. lane. Uh, we built up. We didn't build out. We had the options of building out or building up, and we went up. So, so you fortressed. You fortressed, and then you got sky palaces. I thought the issue was we like did we like remove stop signs or some stupid thing? Like it was there was some you removed re- flags. <laughs> I also did that. No, there was an option. And about- now you're proud of your new flag. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my new flag has a minotaur. It's pretty exciting. Um, no, what was the traffic option? Because I didn't, I, I thought I expanded roads. It didn't. Or did do, I shrink no, them? I expanded roads. Maybe I, did I decrease my road size to funnel zombies? Was that the theory? I think, yes, it, yeah. I think that was implied. Okay. It didn't directly say that. The angry fellow is correct, you know, says Jenna Wessex, an agreeable businesswoman who gently guides the furious commuter out the back door. But who is to say the burden of the cost should be on the government's back? 
me and my colleagues in Budget Rail Incorporated can get <laughs> Submerica high-speed connections with no cost to your taxpayers. There you go. We've got suppliers of nearly new metal, uh, fairly decent quality secondhand trains, engines that almost passed emission standards. We've even identified which arable landowners you'll need to force to sell to make the service fast and profitable. Just sign quickly here, 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 and initials here. Well, the only problem with that that Andrew Polly has is the forced people to sell their property. But other than that, sounds like a very good free market solution. Yeah, I don't love that part. And also, if I want to do this, I want to do it nicely. This lady's like, hey, this shit might work. That's well, like it's. I mean, I know it's not what's spending it, but if it doesn't work, then suddenly we've got all this infrastructure built that's fucked. She's she's saying we'll fund it, so we'll own it. We'll we'll fund it. They're going to make money off of it. Yeah, but if it if it's going to be as terrible as they say, this might be a thing that doesn't get used, and then I'm then going to have to like scrap it all myself to put in my new system anyway. I feel like this is that's this fine. Is a but fail, but a they failed. will have they will have invested the money for it. So if it's crap, it's going to be it's going to be entirely of their own back. Mm. But also, neither of these options are very cinematic. I know. <laughs> I'm hoping the next you are. <laughs> you can't do it, groans Bella Dixon. Ecologically minded pop musician, ooh, guest star. Um, with the recent number one hit, I hugged a tree and I liked it. Mother Nature gives us love and look at how we Ugh. treat her. We're binding her flesh with steel rails. I mean, forests, the trees, all that. They give us oxygen and stuff. Dodge this bullet, save the world. What? Uh, so far, she's winning because I'm not going to say no to a guest star. Think of the cinema. For the protesters that she will garner if you choose to go ahead with the bullet train. Everyone looks at a crossover episode and if it's shitty, they blame the guest star, not me. (laughs) This will just fuck her show up down the road. And finally, slow down now. Slow down all, says Francois Lazenby, a villager visiting the big city for the first time. More railways is a fine thing for all, but why have fancy high-speed trains that zoom past all the interesting places on the way? I think you should be building a low-speed rail that stops at all the picturesque hamlets and towns and brings visitors to them. Stop by Little Droppings. That's my own town, by the way. And I'll brew you a nice cup of tea. It's beautiful. That's very boring as well. I have to go with the pop star. I don't no, know. No, it's, it's, Deadwood it's... was a very popular TV show. Yeah, and this is and this is the bridges of Submerican counties. It's a genre I, change. It's a genre flip. <laughs> it's, turn, you, you, it's turning my my nation my my TV show into one of those really bad tourism no, no, vlogs. No. Westworld. Think of, think of all the think of all the best TV shows when they have that one episode that does something weird. Buffy and uh, Scrubs when they did the musical episodes. Mm-hmm. I can't off the top of my head think of other ones, but I'm sure they, where they had a complete genre change and it, it was just stylized. They did a. Particular, they had well, a particular feel for the show that was not normal. Till you, to on that Incredibly note, popular. if I do team up with the pop star, this could be my musical episode. I'm literally having a singer come in for a joint venture. Yep, yeah, you've got an option to to make it, you know, change change the show entirely to make it all. I don't well, you know, the camera is focused on me, and the pop star change puts a character right next to me for conversations. This other thing, I'm just like, yeah, make the slow train, and then. That's that's all. That, that I, it stops there. It was just another choice that I made. Whereas this other one lingers on me and my my my, my misadventures with this pop star. I feel like when I'm the star of the show, I should be on the show and not just saying go 
go film that really bad train being built. Go on, fulfill your narcissism. Seb. I think, well, I am the star and I think it's more interesting to uh, to do this. Yeah. I'm not going to stand in your way. Mm. Honestly, I, I, I think <laughs> if I was watching a show, I would watch the Old West, the conversion yeah. to the Old West, but I think this is perfectly fine. Breaking news, vital in- in- infrastructure development is on hold because of Quote, nature and stuff. <laughs> yep. Samerica was reclassified from a civil rights love fest to a left-wing utopia. This is a different reclassification because I went from New York Times democracy to civil um, rights love fest back and mm-hmm. forth and now, now mm-hmm. to left-wing utopia. And you neglected to consider the fact that while you are on camera, right next to you is an idiot. Correct. And you are now being associated with a very famous idiot. Mister. You guys watch Bojack Horseman? Haven't seen it. Yeah, you know. I despise Bojack Horseman. Okay, well, this is the wrong crowd for that. (laughs) Um, Trending issues: modern films too confusing. Audiences complain. Uh, Much less. Sorry, how much money do you need to live? It's less than you think. Uh, Tourism industry braces for influx in high tech convention postponed. Income equality up eighteen percent. Tourism up seventeen. Environmental beauty up eleven. Authoritarianism up ten. So that's not great. Ideological radicality up nine, taxation up four, weather up two. As for the downs, <laughs> furniture restoration down 102%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't cut down the trees anymore. Agri- all that good wood. Yeah. Agriculture and beverage sales down 37%. <laughs> this is not bad though. Charmlessness <laughs> down 27 Gambling down 24, trout fishing down 22, but that's fine. Someone else can fuck up their fish. Black- yeah, the place is more charming, but nobody can do anything. There are so many giant downs here. Yeah. Uh, black market down 16, wealth caps down. So wealth caps, average income of the rich, economic freedom all down 15. Pizza delivery down 14. So a lot of my retail, uh, retail also down 13. Yeah. Insurance down 12, IT down 12, economy down 12. Disposable income down, uh, sorry, average disposable income down 10. Seb, if Economic you want ratings. output, average income, rudeness, and cheese exports down eight. Timber wood chipping, book publishing, mining, averageness down seven. Oh, Every, everything is e- down. Every yeah. one of my industries that relied on natural resources. If down. you want ratings, I think you've got them. I'm very excited. You've also, you've also screwed your nation. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I've also- just got airships everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, foreign aid's down 5%. Welfare's down, which isn't great for me. I would rather raise that. I must have just, I don't know why that went down. Yeah. Um, crime's down 3%. Like there's a lot of really, really good stuff here as well. Eco-friendliness was down 5%. That, does, that flat out does not make sense. No, it's because you're not doing it for any particular reason other than nature and stuff. Nature and stuff, so yeah. That, that's I, what, I think that's words. the reason why eco-friendliness <laughs> is is down because you're just not have, doing anything with it. Basket weaving and obesity, down 5%. I knew those two were tied together. I knew it. Okay, so... So, so much red, my in, goodness. In this, right, right, right. So in this episode, Submerica has turned into a hippie love fest... Andropolia oh, plot is a, twist. What we do next week? Tune in on my show to find out. Andropolia is a war zone, <laughs> and Zane Australia has turned into an episode of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. 
No, 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 no. We are Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. <laughs> or no, even better, we are some like uh, very far future. <laughs> what was what was the Stargate? They had like this like peaceable people who just like didn't just refuse to deal with anyone who, who any violence at all, and they all had airships like the Pax or something. <laughs> yeah, them. That's what we're like. <laughs> I'm very happy with how this went. I'm going to assume that I'm, I'm surprised that you're happy. <laughs> Why would I be went? happy, guys? None of this is real. Double, <laughs> double for that because fake I nation suppose, I and TV it. show. Absolutely but I will true. say, fewer resources mean fewer things that you can do. So we'll get there. It'll be maybe. Whereas, next- just think of all the fun chases you could have had on a. High speed maglev train. Oh, there are <laughs> positives and negatives to everything. And all I can say is tune in next week to see what shenanigans this leader gets up to. Mm. I'm going to be crazy unpredictable. Worker protests, I'm guessing. Oh, am I going to shoot them? <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode wow. I'm crazy. <laughs> tune in next time to see if I have remorse. All right. Well, so America's lost it. So I guess join us next time just in case they implode. You can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Patreon if you want to listen to those exclusive Patreon episodes where we wrap up each five episodes. Uh, For a minimum of one American dollar a month, you have access to all the previous episodes and all of of the upcoming ones. So the people who who are there are the best people in the world. They are. That's just categorically true. And if you are a patron, Zane Australia will personally protect you from Submerica. So <laughs> what? You literally just threatened to kill people. No, I said I might. I said I might. Who knows? Tune in next week to find yeah. out. And if he tries, Zane Australia will impose my body between you and them. That's just the kind, good people that Zane Australians are. And as such, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards an increasingly complicated future. I am your reigning, defending, undisputed nation states champion Disputed. and the big dog, Sebastian of the United States of South America. We don't just set the bar, we are the bar. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it great? No, it's not great. (laughs) It's as disappointing the second time round as it was the first. And I have been Andrew Shostler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.